Welcome to Highly Sensitive, Happily Married, the podcast that teaches you to not only have an easier marriage as a sensitive woman, but to have one that feels more amazing by the day, where you'll hear relatable stories, love advice that works, and coaching on how to have a marriage where feeling upset and disconnected is a thing of the past, and where instead, a sense of loving connection and even fun and lightness is the norm. I'm Hannah Brooks, highly sensitive person, love expert, and marriage coach, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Hello, my sensitive friends, and welcome to episode 136. This is going to be a fun episode. I think you're going to be excited to hear what I am going to tell you today. So I'm doing this episode because I wanted to give you some hope based on scientific research about what's possible for your marriage and your happiness in your marriage as a highly sensitive person. So today we're going to talk about the advantage you have as an HSP that non-highly sensitive people do not have when it comes to thriving in life in general and in your relationship. And, of course, how you can take best advantage of this advantage. So we're going to dive into that in just a moment, but I want to make sure before we do so that you know that the Doors to Treasured, my in-depth marriage coaching program just for highly sensitive women, are open just for this week. And since it's a short enrollment period... I wanted to make sure you knew about it and you took a moment or a little while to look at the description page and to make a really strong and empowered choice about whether or not it's right for you. Because if you had the cure to cancer, for example, wouldn't you also shout it to the mountains, shout it out for everyone to know about it? I believe that treasured is like cancer cure for relationships. It is the medicine that will make your marriage as an HSP a great one. So to learn more, head over to www.lifeisworthloving.com slash treasured or find that link, the direct link in the show notes. And now is the time to do that and to enroll. Doors close November 8th, but I highly encourage you to enroll by November 4th, which is Saturday, to get the free bonus course that's going to lay the foundation for making the most of Treasured. So listen to this episode and then go check that out. So let's dive in now. So this episode is really for you. If you feel at all less than happy than you want to in your marriage, even if it's just a little less happy or if it's a lot unhappy. Either way, it's what I call disenchanted. And if you've listened to other podcasts of mine, other episodes of mine, you'll know that that means if you're in a a space of feeling disenchanted, it means that your experience is marked by feeling a kind of fading of love, dissatisfaction, like something is lacking in your marriage, maybe like the fun and lightness, the passion and the genuine interest in each other, those might even feel like distant memories. Or you might feel irritated or disconnected or resentful or prickly or less loved and valued than you want to, right? It's just if you're unhappy a little bit or a lot bit 
we call this around here in Hannah's world, disenchanted. So this is for you. If you have just reached that place recently, or if you've been there for years, or if you want to avoid getting there at all in your relationship. This is for you if you want to reach the place of what I call re-enchantment, which I talked about on the last episode, where you feel more love and connection and affection and lightheartedness in your relationship and being a sense of like a team in life together than ever before in your relationship. So I really want you to know that it's possible for you to have that. And it's even more than possible. And not in spite of your sensitivity, but because of it. Your sensitivity actually makes it more likely for you to have that happiness in love. So you might be going, what? (laughs) Why? And I'm going to tell you. And of course, the answer is there are many reasons that HSPs are really suited to lead the way in in what I think of as like a real sea change in relationships, uh, like in how not just your relationship goes, but how we as a society do relationship, a way that's much more truly loving and harmonious. Uh, And of course, I've shared about this in many other podcast episodes, including the sensitive love revolution which is episode 46 and the very the the third episode very way back in the beginning uh called 10 plus reasons hsps make the best spouses ever or something like that so those are great ones to go back and listen to if you're like what does she mean that we as hsps are cut out to have the best relationships ever <laughs> i dive deeply into that in a couple of those episodes But today I want to talk about one other very important reason that this is so. Uh, So what I want to focus on today is that we sensitive people are able to springboard beyond others in our wellness, which includes relationship wellness. When we are given the right support. And it doesn't even have to be a ton of support. So this is, this is what researchers have found. So what I'm going to share with you today is science-backed. That when we, sensitive people, have the right support, we are able to springboard beyond others in our wellness. And this is probably why when my clients take true advantage of my support and coaching, like they really take the tools and the coaching to heart and apply it in their lives, huge changes in their well-being and their relationship happens fast. They often tell me it feels like magic. And this can be true even if they've gone through some really bad stuff, even if they've had trauma, even if things are currently really hard. It's because of this cool, amazing magic that we have as highly sensitive that allow for us to do better than non-highly sensitive people when given the right support. So this is what is sometimes called differential susceptibility. It's kind of a mouthful. And I've, I've heard the term, a sort of related term, is called vantage sensitivity. Uh, 
And the least fancy term I've heard, this 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 idea, this um, fact, I guess we call it, this thing about HSPs uh, is, and I think this might be the most apt uh, term, is the sensitive boost effect. I first heard that that word or that phrase in uh, the book Sensitive by Jen Graneman and Andre Solo, which, by the way, I behind the scenes contributed to. But I love I love the term the sensitive boost effect. It doesn't take that that term's not fully accurate because it doesn't take into um, into account the full uh, consequences of this um, differential susceptibility thing. Uh, but I'll get into that a little bit later. But what these terms are trying to say in uh, two words or so is that because we are more sensitive, you and I, and although we can be more sensitive to the negative, right, that little bad things can affect us deeply, we are also more sensitive to the positive, the healing, and the help and support that come to us or are in our environment. We soak it up like a sponge instead of like, I don't know, one of those like acrylic baby diapers. I don't know, maybe some of you used cloth diapers with your babes. I did. And (laughs) I remember there were some cloth diapers that like just didn't absorb anything. In fact, I still have like some old cloth diapers and I have this one that is like, it's like a acrylic material and we just, they're not like old dirty ones. They're just old ones that we had left over and we use them to like, we call them our floor rags. So the cotton ones like super soak things up and the acrylic ones like barely work at all, (laughs) right? So we are like the cotton cloth diapers that soak up the stuff, right? Or you can think about one of those paper towel ads you see on TV where one brand is shown to barely be able to soak anything up, whereas the other brand that's actually being advertised soaks up every last drop of the spill, right? So that's us. We're the soaky up ones. (laughs) So imagine what that allows for when we're soaking up up good stuff, right? When what we're soaking up is nourishing goodness. We soak up every last drop of it. So again, I'm not just making this up or just reiterating random fake information. (laughs) There have actually been numerous studies, all in different circumstances with different groups of varying ages, that show that sensitive people rocket way past their non-sensitive peers when given the same care, support, or positive interventions. So let me repeat that. This is so good for you to listen and take this in. So I want you to soak this up like that cotton baby diaper. Sensitive people, that means you, rocket way past your non-sensitive peers when you're given the same care, support, or positive interventions. So where non-highly sensitive people don't get much out of help, the help that was given in these specific studies that I'm going to share, the sensitive people had huge wins that lasted. 
side note, I am definitely not saying that non-sensitive people can't absorb stuff and can't learn and grow and thrive. Obviously, that's not true. It's just that we have an advantage in that area. So here are a few examples of these studies that I'll just briefly share. So this was a study done on English teenagers, right? So they weren't young ones who lived in like the most economically deprived neighborhoods in England. So this means they weren't actually in very stable households and were most at risk for depression. So all of the teens were put in a four-month anti-depression program where they were taught techniques to recognize depression symptoms and be resilient to them. Of course, they were assessed at various times along the way and beforehand. So keep in mind that these these teens were, you know, just a general snippet of this population, meaning they were of all different sensitivity levels. And if you keep in mind that about 70% of people are non-highly sensitive, let's guess that that's about what the the makeup of this the study the people in the study were right 70 percent non-sensitive 30 percent sensitive somewhere along those lines so what they found from this study is that overall the teens weren't all that impacted by this program it didn't make much difference until they looked at this how sensitive the kids were and what they found when they looked at that was that the the non-sensitive, the less sensitive teens basically got nothing out of it. Whereas the sensitive kids had huge wins. They overcame depression during the time the study was going and for an entire year afterwards, which was when they stopped following up on these teens. (laughs) As I'm sharing this with you right now, I'm actually getting shivers. I just think it's it's so fascinating. And what else is really interesting about this, again, is that these were teens in really hard circumstances. And the ones who weren't so sensitive with the hard circumstances didn't do as well with the tools that they were taught. Whereas the sensitive ones in the same hard circumstances thrived with the same tools and support. Similar things have been found in other studies. Some studies have shown that therapists see that sensitive people get more out of the sessions than non-sensitive people do. And of course, one of the most relevant studies for you in this podcast is that, is that it's been found that sensitive people on the verge of divorce are much more likely to save their marriages if given tools and help with it than non-highly sensitive people. Pretty cool, huh? Like, this is research-backed. And again, this doesn't really surprise me watching what happens with my clients when I work with them. Even if they don't trust this about themselves at first. Over time, things just shift tremendously in their own mind-body-heart system, in their own emotional wellness, and of course, in their marriage's wellness. So of course, all of this research... And this idea of this boost effect is a cause for celebration and for motivation, right? Because if you can get yourself in a nourishing situation where powerful tools are taught and suffering interventions are given and, you know, skills and 
strategies and techniques are taught and uh, developed, you're most likely to soar, to attain your goals, to thrive. And this is true in your relationship as well, when you get the right support. But we also want to keep in mind that the opposite is also true for us, the opposite of the boost effect, right? That's true for you and it's true for me. Because we are more responsive to whatever's going on in our environment, whether that's positive or negative. So that means if you stay in an unhappy, miserable situation, or even just a kind of unhappy situation, if you're unfulfilled, if you're upset a lot, if you're disconnected in your marriage, you're going to be especially unwell. You're going to be especially affected badly by it. So I made up this term, but I think we could call this the sensitive plummet effect, right? It's the opposite of the boost effect. And I've seen this with my clients too. When I talk to them, particularly at the very beginning of our work together, when they're not so happy in their marriage, when they first come to me, they always share with me how deeply that unhappiness is affecting them in all ways, right? Their health is worse than normal. Their sleep is awful or not so good. Their mental wellness isn't so good. How well they're able to show up at work and how well they're able to parent their children, right? All of it's impacted negatively by the unhappiness they're feeling around their marriage. This is the hard part of being sensitive. And it isn't something that you can escape or change. So research has actually shown that this boost plummet effect, i.e. the differential susceptibility is the more technical term, is genetic. And it's not something you can change about yourself. It's innate in you. And that is okay. And even good. Because luckily, you can absolutely use it to your advantage. In general, and when it comes to love and marriage, if you get the right help and support for you. For example, if you get support to learn how to stay out of the emotions that hurt love when you get stuck in them, as we sensitives tend to do, you're going to be able to generate huge amounts of connection in your marriage. If you get targeted support to guide your emotions into the best places for effective communication, you're going to be able to excel at communication. If you learn to meet yourself with self-compassion, lots of self-compassion, or even just a little bit more than you are doing now, you're going to excel at having more peace and love within yourself and also between you and your partner. If you learn how and when it is and isn't appropriate to set boundaries right, and how to do it, how to best do it, you're going to be able to feel like your marriage is a gift and not resentful and burdened by it. And if you spend some energy on learning how to move into emotions, like how to guide yourself into emotions that create love and connection, you're going to be able to springboard into the deepest and most connected kind of love and keep doing so over time. And all of this will absolutely shift the culture of your marriage into one of way more goodness because there's simply no way around the fact that we as a human being, as a woman, seriously influence our partner and the dynamics in our marriages, one way or the other, by how we interact with them. Just as a quick example of that, one of my clients the other day was saying how, 
you know, she loves seeing that when she's more willing to take ownership around a certain thing, her husband starts to be more willing to take ownership around something. And then they're able to have these really great conversations. So that's just one little example of how this is true. So when you're showing up in these ways and relating to yourself and your emotions and your partner in these really beautiful ways, these really empowered ways, you are absolutely going to be changing and influencing how your partner responds and interacts with you as well in the best of ways. And then to add to all of this, highly sensitive women are the best equipped to take their marriages from this disenchanted place I talk about to deeper love than ever. And one of the best things about sensitivity is how much it allows us to love love, to want real, genuine, deep connection, to be oriented towards relationship, right? This is an innate part of being an HSP. And that gives us the basic essentials that we really need to make relationships great the motivation, the deep desire, the fuel to create the kind of love we really want and thrive in. We're also especially gifted in relationship when we have some basic skills in place, as I've talked about on those other podcast episodes I mentioned earlier. And I know that it can feel the opposite, that we're not so gifted in relationship as an HSP that we're not cut out for easy, loving relationships. And this can be true when we don't know how to honor and work with our sensitive system, our sensitive brain, our big emotions, and really just the way our, uh, our, our sensitivity impacts us. And when we don't know how to take advantage of the sensitive boost effect, right? Then it often is true that relationship is really hard for us. But when we do the work and we learn how to relate to our sensitive selves in an empowering and sensitive way, yes, we want to be sensitive to our sensitive selves. We really do put ourselves in the very best position to be so gifted at creating the kind of relationships we thrive in. So despite what you may have thought and you may have even experienced, your sensitivity actually makes it more likely to get your marriage to the place of being full of security and connection and ease and laughter and love and joyful intimacy and all the good stuff, right? Feeling amazing in your marriage. Like your sensitivity makes that more easily attainable for you. And if you haven't seen this to be true, it's really likely just because you haven't gotten the support and the help and the interventions that you need to allow this boost effect to work. It's magic. You haven't gotten the right support. You haven't gotten the support that will help you support yourself and your marriage. And this is really all about nurture. For HSPs, nurture versus nature. Nurture is even more important than it is for non-HSPs. You need the right nurturance to springboard into the well-being and the relationship you want. And you can't be passive about it. When you're passive, you're likely to actually feel worse and worse if your marriage is at all unhappy right now. You got to get proactive about using this boost effect to your advantage, to your marriage's 
advantage. And believe me, I know that it can seem easier to not get this help, to not spend the effort and the time and the money on shifting things for the better inside of yourself and inside of your marriage. Especially because being in a not happy marriage can feel really defeating and discouraging. I know. But although it can seem easier to not get the help you need, it is not easier in the long run. My clients will definitely agree it's truly so worth it to invest yourself in it. So this is your call to get help, to get support. Because you as a highly sensitive person are made, are created to get so much out of it, to get more out of it than 70 to 80% of the population. You're built for thriving when you get that help. Now, obviously, there are certain supports or interventions that work for certain aspects of your wellness. Like we wouldn't give a depression intervention for someone with a tummy bug per se, right? So if the area of wellness you most want to support is your relationship wellness, your marriage wellness, then you want direct and specific help with that. Help that's been time-tested and proven to boost you into new realms of love and happiness as an HSP. And that's the exact help you will find in my marriage coaching program for HSPs, Treasured, which synthesizes into one program all the best tools and teachings and coaching from all my years of work with clients and all my discoveries and learnings of what we most need to focus on and develop as highly sensitive women to have an amazing marriage. Treasured is everything you need to take your marriage from being less than totally happy to one full of love and connection and affection and fun and laughter and support. So if you missed the memo, doors to Treasured are open now for a limited time. And if you join by November 4th, you'll also receive a whole bonus program that I made for you that you get to keep forever, just like the Treasured Learning Site. It's called Foundations of Emotional Well-Being for Highly Sensitive People, which is going to give you the basis for emotional well-being for the rest of your life and help you not just feel so much calmer and less reactive and able, able to be more conscious about how you relate to your partner. It's going to seriously help you boost your boost effect, meaning set you up to make the very most of your time in treasured. Right? So that's just the, the bonus course you get. On top of that, you're going to get treasured, which is six months with me in group and one-on-one sessions if you choose to opt into the one-on-one part. You get a whole learning site, you get extra workshops and special bonuses and perks and truly everything you need to make your marriage the one that you want it to be. So you can learn all about that and join over at lifeisworthloving.com slash treasured. And I will put the direct link to learn more about it in the show notes, as well as the enrollment form, which is how you sign up to join. So go check out the show notes for those direct links. And new this round of Treasured, I have a scholarship program, which is limited, 
So do reach out about that. If you've wanted to do treasured or want to do treasured, but you don't think you can afford it as is, the scholarships will help. You can also fill out your enrollment form and make a note in it that you want to be considered for a scholarship. And we'll go from there. So don't wait to learn more and join. I only open the doors for treasured a couple or maybe at most a few times a year at this point. So if you wait, you're putting off your happiness. You're putting off learning how to take advantage of this amazing gift of your sensitivity, of the boost effect. And you don't want that because you want to be happy. You want to have ease in your life. You want that love that you've dreamed of. By supporting yourself in your marriage in this way, you have everything to gain. So enjoy knowing this about yourself, that you have this magical boost in you, and take advantage of it. And be oh so well, my friend. <laughs>